Welcome back. Listen, this is the first of its kind, at least I believe, for a Land Swalnow gathering. Tonight we are having a signs, wonders, miracles, and healing meeting here. Now, we are expectant that the same God who's been speaking supernatural wisdom to us all day today in terms of how to establish divine health, He is going to come in His mercy and power tonight, and I believe release divine healing. What we need are notable miracles. What we are crying out for is what Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 2, saying, listen, I didn't come with persuasive words. The gospel is not just rhetoric. The gospel is truly, yes, a message, but it also comes with what? A demonstration of the Spirit's power. So for those of you who are watching, listen, this is something that we are making free, available, live for all of you who follow Lance. I want to encourage you to do a couple things. Number one, share this with a friend. If there are people in your world you know, they need a miracle in their body. They need a supernatural touch from God. In fact, their only hope is a divine reversal from heaven. I want to prophesy right now, you share that, and just the atmosphere of the presence of the Holy Spirit that's going to saturate this room is going to fill whatever place you're at, wherever your friend is at, wherever that family member is. So please share it. I want to encourage you. And also, you or your friend can join us for the Lance Wallnow Summit virtually. Still, You can still join us tomorrow. We've got Jordan Rubin, Chauncey Crandall, and night two of our Signs, Wonders, and Miracle meeting. So you can go to lancewallnow.com, I believe, slash summit, and sign up for the amazing live stream. And it's like you are there with us. So again, we're joining Lance's social media communities with our live stream communities. And we are believing for a mighty move of the Holy Spirit. And you know, that is part of Lance's spiritual DNA. He was really mentored by a lot of people who saw notable miracles. And listen, we're crying out for that again. So I want to encourage you as we're getting ready for this meeting, to join me in prayer, because the word that the Spirit of the Lord put on my heart for tonight is that 1 Corinthians 2, a demonstration of the Spirit and power. That is what we are crying out for. I believe God wants to touch people. I believe God wants to heal people in measurable and notable ways. So join with me right now. Father, we come before you right now in Jesus' name, and we thank you, Lord. We are not seeking miracles just to get better or to feel good. We're not asking for miracles. We're not asking for notable miracles just so people who were sick can be well. Listen, God is a good father, and as a good father, He wants His children well. But can I tell you this? There is another dimension that God wants to release, and Lord, we are appealing to you tonight that notable signs, wonders, and miracles would be done. Yes, to reveal the loving heart of a good father, But God, that people, yes, that people in this room, people who are watching, you would become a sign. You'd become a testimony. In fact, that people in your world would see you. They would know for years maybe you struggled with an infirmity, a sickness, a malady, and they will see you well, and wherever you go, you provoke them. Wherever you go, you release the testimony of Jesus' healing power. Wherever you go, you actually testify to the fact that Jesus is alive and there's no other name under heaven by which man can be saved because Jesus is the only name that can heal 
deliver, and save. So, Father, we thank you for that. Even right now, I sense the presence of the Lord. We sense your anointing. We sense the hunger and expectation of your people. For those who are here, for those who are watching, Holy Spirit, we have seen so many miracles. Tommy and Miriam have seen so many miracles through media. For that season, sadly, when COVID hit and they had to do services remotely and virtually, so many miracles happened just through people watching on screen. And we pray even tonight, God, that those watching at home would experience the same miracle-working power of Jesus that we are pursuing, that we are experiencing, that we are seeing demonstrated in this room. There is no distance in prayer. There's no distance in the power of God. We stand on that word tonight from the Scriptures where it says, He sent forth His Word and healed them. Even right now, I thank You, Lord, that people's bodies are improving. We thank You, Lord, for Your healing touch. We thank You, Lord, for Your wonderful presence, Holy Spirit, that is touching people wherever they're watching. So I want to encourage you to be in a posture of receiving. I want to encourage you to be in a posture of expectation. I want to encourage you to be in a place where you cry out again. Can I encourage you to cry out to God again? You might have grown comfortable with your sickness or your affliction. You might have accepted it as just a normal part of life. You might have just embraced it and adopted it. But could it be that tonight in this environment where the impossible actually happens in the presence of God, could it be that something that you've held on to maybe a decade, maybe 20 years, is reversed through one collision with the Holy Spirit? That's what I'm believing for. That's what I'm praying for right now for those who are watching, for people who have just given up maybe. You've stopped praying about something. Guess what? There's a refreshing coming you tonight. And furthermore, I believe some of those areas the Holy Spirit's going to highlight and He is going to release His power and touch you in a profound way. So God, we thank You that we gather together in one place and one accord. And as we see in the book of Acts, when your people gather in that kind of expectation, in that kind of unity, Lord, you come with a suddenly. You come with that suddenly outpouring of your Spirit. And I pray even right now for that suddenly, wherever you're watching, that there would be a suddenly. I pray there'd be a suddenly in your body to where things were going one way. And tonight, because of how you interact with the Holy Spirit, there's a suddenly shift and things that were going in one direction maybe a doctor's report that said one thing, that there would be a divine reversal, that there would be a turnaround because and only because of the Holy Spirit. Hype can't do it. Excitement can't do it. Mind over matter can't do it. None of that stuff can bring the kind of notable miracles that we are crying out for. So, Lord, we pray even now, as we were talking to Dr. Crandall before, I love one of the statements he uses he says, you know, where I go, Larry, when I go to my medical practice or when I go on a missions trip, when I show up somewhere, I declare that the kingdom of God has shown up. And can I tell you tonight, wherever you go, the kingdom of God shows up because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And I encourage you even tonight, the Holy Spirit is here. So get ready. God is going to do something powerful in your life. Join us. As we just get up and ready to worship the Lord, this is going to be an amazing time. Listen, whether you need a miracle or you don't, 
You still have permission to encounter the God of the Bible tonight. I'd also like to welcome those of you that are live streaming online. You too have permission to be healed, set free, delivered. You have permission to encounter the Holy Spirit tonight along with us. And so we are going to open up the night in worship. And as we do that, I just want to quote from the book of Psalms 103. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things that he does for me. He forgives all of my sins and heals all of my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth, come on, this is a good one. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Come on, the Lord gives righteousness and justice. And we will see the righteousness and justice of God be demonstrated tonight. So let's just lift up our voices. God, we thank you for tonight. We bless every person in this house and watching online. May the God of miracles be glorified tonight. May Jesus be glorified tonight. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are here in our midst. And we are here to love you. We are here to worship you. We are here to magnify you. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Can you just begin to say, have your way, God. Have your way in me, Holy Spirit. You're welcome here. Rest upon my life. And just begin to be a landing place here tonight. In Jesus' mighty name.
there's no sickness in heaven so we're asking for heaven to come down if there's no sickness in heaven there shouldn't be sickness here on earth so we ask God let heaven come let heaven come let heaven come
We lift up the name of Jesus. Some of you, I, I dare you. I dare you to get into a posture of worship. I dare somebody to kneel. I dare somebody to lay down on the ground. God, we're not here just to get a touch tonight. We're here to see heaven invade the earth. Oh, God, invade this place. Spirit of God, you are welcome. Do what you want. Lift up your voice. We give you Jesus. We honor Jesus. We honor Yeshua. Yeshua. Name above every name. Name above cancer. Name above diabetes. Name above arthritis. Hey. God, let every stronghold of sickness be broken. In the name of Jesus.
Come on, you know what I just feel tonight in, in this atmosphere? I'm going to be honest. You know, when you're prophetic, you feel atmospheres. Are you following with me? And I feel like there's many in this house tonight, this, this room of people, that you actually need a breakthrough tonight. It's like you've been almost in this season where there has been walls of resistance that has been standing against you to try to stop who you're called to be. I feel like there's walls of resistance that are standing, uh, uh, you know, trying to resist you to receive your miracle, to receive your breakthrough. Maybe it's a prodigal son that you're believing God to come home. And there's just resistance. There's enemies of resistors. There's enemy of your soul that does not want you to progress. But I'm here to tell you the Bible says that God reveals himself as the God of the breakthrough. And sometimes as God's people, we've got to partner with what God is requiring of us to see him break through for us. Are you with me tonight? And see, God gives Israel a strategy when they were to march around Jericho seven times. And on the seventh day, they were to make a shout. I don't understand it. Sometimes God has us do things that doesn't make sense to our carnal mind. Are you with me? The Bible says it's not by might nor by spirit, but by my power, says God. You have to understand that your earthbound logic cannot comprehend the things of the spirit. Only a heavenly mind can do so. And so sometimes God asks us to partner with a shout. It's like when we release the shout, he's the one that tears down the walls. And I believe there's enough corporate authority in this house tonight. As we lift up a corporate shout, I believe spiritual walls of resistance are going to come crashing down tonight. Are you with me? Come on, in the next 24 hours, people, you've been believing for your sons and daughters. Prodigals are going to come home in the next 24 hours. You're going to get a sign. You're going to get a phone call. In the next 24 hours, that, that judgment that was against you, that lawsuit, you're going to get a breakthrough in Jesus' name. Whatever it is, whatever it is that you're needing breakthrough, I just want you to, to visualize that wall right now. And I want you to put whatever it is that's resisting you right now. And on the count of three, we're all going to lift up a corporate shout tonight together. And I believe walls are going to come down. But here's the thing. I, I'm, a little, I'm from northeast Arkansas. I, I'm a little bit hillbilly. Are you with me? I, I can't get rid of hillbilly. So I, I like to shout. I got to get loud. All of those things. But I'm going to tell you, you cannot release tonight a Mickey Mouse shout. Are you with me? I mean, I'm talking about a guttural, guttural utterance. I want you to look at the wall and release the shout as though it was standing there before you. Are you with me tonight? So on the count of three, and a matter of fact, I want you to put your hand on your neighbor. We're going to do this corporately together. And on the count of three, we're going to release a shout and walls are going to come down. Are you ready? Are you ready? Sons and daughters are going to come home. Miracles are going to begin to be released tonight. Come on, that breakthrough that you've been needing is going to be released tonight in Jesus' name. Come on, he's asking us to do something that doesn't make sense. Are you ready? One, two, three. Release the shout. Release the shout. Breakthrough. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus, walls come down. Walls come down. 
Jesus' mighty name, we declare it done. Come on. Father, we thank you. (laughs) Whoa, I can feel the shift in the room. Did you feel that? Come on, there's a shift. Come on, something just shifted in the room. Come on, angels are here. And they're being released from this this house of representatives, this group of believers. Wow. Hallelujah. 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 More, Lord. More, Lord. Come on. Some of you still got something. Something, I'm, I'm telling you. Come on, we're going to give preference to the Holy Spirit. That's what we do. You have permission to give preference to the Holy Spirit tonight. Come on, tonight and tomorrow, yes, it's going to be a night of miracles and healings and all that. But we are agreeing that the next two days are going to be two nights of encounters. We give you permission to have an encounter with God. We give you permission to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ and His presence. I don't know about you, but I'm not coming to another religious function just to follow the program. Come on, I'm going to yield to the Spirit of God because He's the one who wants to come in and touch His people, fill His people, give them something fresh. Come on. God is releasing a fresh anointing in these last days, in these last hour, so you can carry out your God-given assignments of purpose and destiny. Where you're not going in your own strength, but you're going in the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, Paul says this, I don't come to you with wise and persuasive words. But I come to you with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith will not rest in man, but it will rest in the power of the Almighty God. It's time that we begin to preach the gospel with a demonstration of power again. Come on, I'm not talking about pulpit preachers. I'm talking about every sphere of influence. I'm talking about the businessmen. I'm talking about the medical professional. I'm talking about teachers. I'm talking about marketplace ministers who carry the anointing of the Holy Spirit with power. Hallelujah. So you have permission to have a God encounter. Tonight and tomorrow, we're going to, there's going to be, tomorrow night's going to be a night of impartation, commissioning. Tonight, we're just going to kind of share a little bit. But here's the thing. I want you to go home with tonight. And I want you to keep it as a core value. Give preference to the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Paul the Apostle said this. As he was speaking to the church, he said, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit and do not quench Him. To grieve Him means to sin against Him. If there's anything in your life that would hurt the Lord Jesus, that's grieving the Holy Spirit. If there's any secret sin in your life, things that you've just kind of put up with as normal, come on, you can't take into this next season what you've been carrying in this last season.
I believe there's enough authority, there's enough power of the Lord Jesus here tonight to set you completely free of whatever it is that you were struggling with in last year's season. He says, do not grieve, do not quench. To quench the Holy Spirit means to put out His fire. To stop the flow. What does that look like? When the Holy Spirit comes into a room like this, He looks for a place to come down. He looks for a vessel He can come down upon and touch mightily. And He's looking for yielded vessels who will say, God, you can come and you can land on me. You can do whatever you want. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what stigma is attached to it. I don't care what I look like. I'm tired of dead religion. I'm tired as church as usual. I must have an encounter with God. I've got to have the encounter with the God of the Bible. The God who resurrects the dead. Who causes blind eyes to see and deaf ears to open. I've got to encounter that one who laid his life down for me. So this is what we're going to do. And then we're going to start and get in. And I want Miriam, what if you feel in anything, baby, just jump in. But before we go any further, a lot of times, you know, sometimes this happens in, in services. But before we could go any further, you know, sometimes we've just got to deal with the demonic. Because the demonic does not want you to receive what God wants you to receive. Are you with me? And, and, and some of you have been carrying around some things that you've almost just tolerated as normal. And I'm talking about things like anxiety, fear, irrational thoughts, night terrors, suicidal thoughts. People are like, well, suicide, that, that's kind of embarrassing. No, come on, that thing came against Jesus. He said, go throw yourself off the cliff. Didn't the Bible say if you, want, if you want to dash your foot against a stone that he'll send his angels? Are you with me? Where you're driving down the road, you just have these weird, bizarre thoughts. Listen, they're not in you. They're coming at you. They're trying to oppress you. And we're going to take care of that tonight before we even get started. Because it's not normal. Some of you might be dealing with addiction, whatever it might be. Well, you just... If it's, if it's not God and it's stealing from you, trying to kill you or destroy you, it is a work of Satan trying to get, come against you. Are you with me? Are you with me? And I feel like there's people here tonight, you've actually had some dreams that they're almost like night terrors or just disruptions in the night. Who is that? Just lift. There's nothing right here, right here. Anybody else? Right here. Come on. There's two people. I know there's more. I feel like there's more right here. Any, right up back here. Come on. I'm feeling that. And I even almost, some, sometimes it's even witchcraft. Like witches have been dry, like coming and visiting you. Who is that? Is there somebody, you've almost like, uh, like witchcraft in, in your night season. Anybody? If you're watching online too, I, we've got online folks too. We bless you online. You can receive right where you're watching from. So if you've been dealing with anxiety, fear, depression, uh, anything that you know is trying to steal from you, I want you to stand up and wave at me like this. Come on, stand up. There's nothing to be ashamed of. We've all had to go through it. Come on, right here and here and here. Here, here. Okay, keep your hand up. Now, I want some of these around them uh, to just to kind of get around them and let's just lay hands on them. I'm going to pray and we're going to break off demonic power. Come on, let's get, keep your hand up for just a minute. Right here and here. And I'm going to pray and I'm going to say be free and I want you to open up your mouth and just release it in Jesus' name. There's nothing to be afraid of. 
There's nothing to be nervous about. God's just going to break it tonight. It's going to be destroyed. The Bible says the anointing destroys the yoke. Tonight's your night of liberation. Tonight's your night of freedom. Tonight's the night where everything changed. You got lighter tonight. Are you ready? So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus and by the authority of the Holy Spirit, we bind every spirit of depression. We bind every spirit of anxiety, heaviness. We bind a spirit of addiction. We bind that demonic spirit of witchcraft and generational curse in the mighty name of Jesus. And we say, you are void. We say no more in Jesus' name. And we say, be free. Be set free in the name of Jesus. The Lord sets you free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. Amen. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Come on, look to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you have permission to have a God encounter in Jesus' name. All right, you can be seated. We're just going to spend a little bit of time. Now listen, I want you to stay in your place of reception. I don't want you to, you know, change your heart posture just because we're like, okay, this is the formal thing to do, brother. We're going to sit down now and we're going to, you know, just just stay in your heart posture of receiving from Jesus. Amen. Um, my name's Tommy. This is my wife, Miriam. It's my beautiful wife. This is our daughter, Catherine, over here on the keys. Come on. Yeah. We've got five beautiful children, and we brought all of them here. So if you see any, like, little termites running around the building, they probably belong to us, just so you know. Um, so we're all here together as a family, and my wife and I, Miriam, we are the founders of Revival Mandate International. Our background is in business. We've been in the marketplace, um, church leadership, pastoral leadership. We've been pastors um, you know, for many years, we've been in ministry for basically 20, almost 23, our whole marriage, pretty much. We've been married for 23 years. And um, God has just done some amazing things. Um, but the Lord began to speak to us about two years ago. And he says, I want you, it's time for you to resign from your pastorate. I want you to, to be sent into the nations of the earth because it's time for revival. It's time for the United States of America to enter into revival. Are you with me? And God says, I've called you to redig the wells of revival in America. I'm going to say something that might be a little unpopular, but please don't crucify me. I believe 100%. You listen to me we got an election year coming up. All of those things are coming up. And I believe 100% that we need to vote righteously. Are you with me? We need to vote. 
Come on, we need to make sure that when we put our pen to that paper or whatever, however you vote, you just got to vote righteously. Amen? Vote with Holy Spirit conviction. And we've got to do whatever we can to get into the mountains of society and all of those things. But here, let me tell you something. The liberation of our nation is not going to come from a president. Are you with me? The remedy for our nation is not a president. However, we need to vote. We have a responsibility. You understand me. We vote every year. Not every year. We vote. Right. Just want you to know. We vote. We're not some crazy revivalists that don't vote. We vote. But the remedy for our nation is revival in the heart of man. Are you with me? God is marrying revival and reform together. I don't know if you've ever heard it said this, but revival is the wine. Reformation is the wineskin. Are you with me? I'm all about reformation, but if you don't have the wine of revival, you're just a walking around glorified philanthropist, you know, with no substance, no anointing, no power, no presence. Are you with me? And the kingdom cannot be advanced that way. If you're going to go out and change the world, make sure that you've been in the place of divine encounter so you have something to carry to a lost and dying world. Are you with me? And so God is raising up people in this hour in the marketplace in every mountain of society who will press in for the more of God because now is the time of revival and it's time for a great reformation what brings a great awakening. It's time for another great awakening. So my wife and I travel all over. We got some books and then we're going to get into this. But uh, real quick, we have books at our table. We've only got about 40 or so. We're going to be signing them tomorrow. Uh, They're for purchase. They help our ministry. Uh, we got one, uh, Decrees That Unlock Heaven's Power. We've got over 200 biblically-based decrees in it. And um, we, um, we put this book together because of out of a revelation, God began to say to us, He says, it's, it's time for you to get on page with heaven. You know, about 10 years ago, we were seen, we really didn't have much of a ministry. We saw no miracles, no revival. Uh, we could hardly rub two pennies together. We were broke as a joke. And God says, there's something powerful when you decree a thing, according to Job. The Bible says, when you decree a thing, it shall be established. That word established means to set in place, to set you in place. There's something powerful when you begin to speak God's word. You activate angels. Amen. And we begin to speak, you know, the word over ourselves. According to the Bible, And we begin to see things shift, like things like, Everywhere I go, revival breaks out. Come on, are you with me? Look to your neighbor and say, everywhere I go, revival can break out. That's what Mark 16, 17 says. These signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They'll speak in new tongues. Come on, if you're a believer, those are your credentials to walk in signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen? So we've got a book back there, Decrees That Unlock Heaven's Power. Whose birthday is it this weekend? Any birthdays here? Come on, well, come on. If you want it, you got to come up here and get it. Uh, Monday, well, you're next. I'm going to hand the next book to you. Well, you're first. I saw you first. Come on. I don't, you know what? I don't, I don't know who you are. I don't know anything about you, but I'm going to prophesy over you. Because the minute you walked up here, I heard the Lord say, she has legislative authority in the spirit. 
And there is, there is an authority. You're like a Deborah in the spirit. God is releasing you. I feel that. I'm going to put my hand. Can I put my hands on you? So, Father, right now, I thank you for this mighty woman. I thank you that God has given you a greater sphere of influence. I, I see this, this, it's like kingdom, it's, 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 it's prophetic. Uh, you, God's given you this prophetic edge. It's like the wisdom of Solomon is resting on you. I see people coming to you for with strategies, asking you for strategy. I see God putting you in high places of office, influence in politics and entrepreneurship and kingdom advancement. But God says, I'm going to raise you up as a voice like a trumpet to trumpet prophetically what I am doing I'm going to give you eyes to see and ears to hear God says when you open up your mouth the earth is going to shake the heavens are going to quake and there's going to be things released that need to be released in the name of Jesus in regions says the Lord Amen does that make sense to you? it does, it does, amen, come on we have another one, baby. This is yours. Do you want to talk about yours? Sure, yes. Yeah. Yes, a lot of what you'll be hearing tonight concerning the miraculous, concerning power evangelism, you know, that's just a demonstration of the gospel with the Holy Spirit's power. I write in my book, Glory Miracles. I talk about my story, my journey, how God healed my body, how he really brought me into the kingdom at a time when I was sick in body and I didn't even think that God liked me, much less wanted to heal me. And so that is really how I came into the kingdom of God was because of his kindness, because of his mercy. When I was in the middle of a mess, he came and he healed my body several times. And not only that, but through that, he began to give me compassion to pray for the sick. And so I talk about my journey, not only being healed in my body, but my journey in healing others by faith. I have tons of testimonies in here. A lot of my testimonies are written in the words of those that were healed. And I didn't edit it. I asked that the editors not edit it. I have clips of text messages, emails, different things like raw, you know, um, comments from people that were healed by the power of the Holy Spirit and through the finished work of the cross. So if you want to learn how to create atmospheres for the power of God to flow, no matter where you are, does not have to be in a church service. Hear me. I've seen it in the streets of San Francisco. I've seen it in a car. I've seen it in my very own home. Um, I've seen it at Costco shopping with my five kids. Like the power of God can be demonstrated in and through your life, no matter where you are. Amen. And I know that I'm talking to some major champions in the room. I'm talking to those that are called to seven mountains of influence. Listen, you are here because God wants to equip you to revive the mountains of influence that you're called to. Do you, do you believe that? I believe that in you and I see it in you. So I want to encourage you to get this book and um, just this beautiful woman here on the front. What is your name? Tara. Okay, Tara, I'm going to give you this book. And the lovely woman that came up earlier, my husband called you out. I promised her a free book earlier, so you need to go back and get this. She's like evangelizing to people on the resort today. Come on, coming off the golf course, and she's telling them about Jesus. So, yes, God. So, yeah, she gets a free book for evangelizing. Come on. It's better than a cookie, okay? 
So Tara, I just want to give this book to you. And I just really, when I saw you, I just really felt like the presence of the Holy Spirit is coming upon you in a fresh way in this season. And I see you healing, laying hands on the sick and seeing them healed in your sphere of influence. Um, I hear the Lord saying, you're a woman of the supernatural. You know, we all are. Come on, how many of you know Tara can be an example? If you want this, you can take it. You know, it's free. But... Um, but you are a woman of the supernatural, and I just see God beginning to develop your prophetic gift, beginning to develop the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but it's going to be through you, through your personality. And I heard the Lord say, He doesn't want your personality to change. You're absolutely perfect just the way that you are, and He knit you in your mother's womb perfectly. And I hear the Lord saying, I wouldn't want to ask anybody else, but you have a divine call in your life, and I just hear the Lord over and over affirming you, you are perfect. You are perfect. I love you. You don't have to change a thing. So can we just stretch our hand out? Here, come here, honey. I'm just going to hold your hand. God, I just thank you that you are affirming this beautiful woman of God. And not only is he affirming the call of God on your life, but you have a gift to unlock women into their destiny. You have a gift of unlocking young girls. I see that the Lord is going to give you favor with the next generation, that you're going to speak hope, light, life, and truth. And as a matter of fact, you know, God anoints us. He gives us gifts for particular tasks. And you have a gift on your life to break off depression off of others. It's a gift, honey. Your gift is joy. Your gift is joy. And I see you depositing that joy into the next generation. And because of your joy and your hope and because of your story, I don't know what your story is, but God knows your story. And I'm hearing that as you share your story, you're going to break off suicide off of the next generation. You're going to break off depression off of the next generation because you're going to be a beacon of hope for many people. So I just bless you, Tara. Come on. Come on. That's that's something I really believe that, that God is even breaking off in the room right now. Depression is leaving in the presence of the Lord. And I just, I just feel it in my heart and in my spirit that God is doing a divine exchange. Just as my husband was ministering earlier, it was so tangible in the room that he's just giving us a divine exchange. He's taking away the depression. The Spirit of God is blowing it away and he's beginning to deposit joy, 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 hope, hope, hope. And so we just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're doing that. Um, my husband's gonna give um, a book, yes. Yeah, okay, so I got one here. We've got another one that I wrote yeah. called Anointed for Glory. It just came out. Learning uh, to receive impartation, a move with God's manifest presence. I'm going to give it to you because you were the one, you know, you were second. Um, but I, in this book, I teach people how to move with a manifest presence, um, how to recognize God's presence, the different ways in which he manifests. Um, also have a chapter in there on divine healing, uh, partnering with angels in the glory. Did you know that God sends angels for us to partner with for the work of the ministry? Did you know that? I've got a whole chapter here uh, that, that talks about that in this book. And so, yeah, you can go back there and get it. Like I said, we only have about 40 or 50. Uh, but if you can't, if we run out tonight or tomorrow, you can go on Amazon to get it. But we will be signing the ones here. So if you want us to sign it, we'll be here tomorrow signing books as well. I'm going to give this to you. Yeah, so Lord, I just release that over you. What's your name? Gabriella. Where are you from? Okay, so Father, I thank you for Gabriella, Lord. 
Father, I thank you. Can I put my hands on you? Father, I thank you, Father, that you are raising her up and you're giving her eyes to see. I, I see that God is opening up your eyes in the spirit to, to have your dream life is about to go to another level. And I hear the Lord saying, get the journal out, write down what he begins to show you over the next 40 days of your life, because it's going to be strategies for the next season that you're entering into. So God says, get ready, because I'm about to open up doors that no man can shut and shut doors that you thought were supposed to open to you, but they're actually shutting because they're not, they're, they're not the doors that he has for you. But God says, I'm opening up new doors of opportunity to propel you forward, to step uh, for you to step into acceleration in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Yes. How many of you are okay with us reading Scripture, but also flowing with the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Are we okay in that in here? You guys, those of you watching online in here, I just want to give a brief context. This is an operation of prophecy out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're moving in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So sometimes we're going to have words of knowledge, things that we don't know, but only He knows. And He begins to communicate it to us. And by faith and obedience, that's what we're doing tonight. And so we're going to read the word. We're going to give you biblical context. We're going to give you a biblical foundation in everything that we do, uh, whether it be praying for the sick or operating in the gift of prophecy. And so I really believe that the Holy Spirit is flowing in the gift of prophecy right now. And so a lot of times we tell people, whether we call your name out or not, you have permission to receive. If you heard a word earlier that you're like, oh man, that resonates within me. There's something about that that I can feel resonating with. You can take it because the Bible says that he's not a respecter of persons. And so Revelation 19.10 says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So that's how come we can celebrate Tara and we can celebrate these people, Gabriela's breakthrough as if it's our own because her breakthrough is my breakthrough. And so we can begin to celebrate as we hear the Lord. So we're going to give you a biblical context for healing and miracles, but I just wanna set a context and come to terms just a minute for those of you watching online and those here in the room. You may find that we quote a scripture, but then we begin to minister the demonstration of that scripture in real time. Are we okay with that? because we want to give room for you to not only get head knowledge of the Word of God, but to have an actual heart encounter with the author of the Word of God. And so I just have a couple things. Sir, um, you're right here in the striped shirt. Yes, okay, what is your name? Kevin. Okay, so Kevin, um, I'm totally going to volunteer my husband for a second, but I really feel like Kevin should get a free book, uh, Tommy's free book. And so I don't know if my daughter, uh, Lauren, one of my daughters, this is one of them, but one of the daughters is here. I was going to have her run and go get a book, but I'll find her in a minute. But Kevin, I just really felt like you needed to have my husband's book because I just really believe that there's going to be so many things in that book that speak to you and train you for this next season. Um, when I looked over, I 
I just really saw the Spirit of God just kind of setting you apart for the work of the ministry. Now, I understand that ministry is everywhere. It's in business. It's in politics. It's in all the things. And I feel like you're to continue to do that. But I did actually see God giving you some really amazing opportunities to preach the gospel. I saw God giving you some amazing opportunities to um, just release the presence of the Holy Spirit in your way and the way that he tells you to do it. But I just saw like this special anointing, this gifting coming upon your life. And um, I really believe that, yes, thank you. Come on. I just really believe that God's going to encounter you in this season in ways that you haven't before. And there's a gift of writing on your life. I'm not sure if you are an author or have thought about it, but I just really believe that God is going to give you a gift to author books and write, and it's really going to impact the world around you. Amen? So come on, if you guys want that, if you want that gift to write books, take it. And um, so, and then just one more, and then we're going to continue moving forward. But there's a woman in the back, and she has a striped shirt and a gray cardigan. Yes, that's you. Yeah, just, I just want to bless you just with the Spirit of the Lord. I just saw God coming upon you in an amazing way. Um, A little bit similar of what I saw with him. I believe that you're going to begin to encounter the Holy Spirit in brand new ways. Like you're just going to be able to feel him very tangibly. It's going to become very real to you. And I just see the joy of the Lord being your strength. And I actually got a quick picture in my mind of you like belly laughing. Like I saw this belly laughter coming over you and just the spirit of God coming to give you just a gift of joy. I believe that's what you carry. That's part of your DNA and who you are. And I just see that beginning to expand to your family. And so can we just pray for her for just a minute? I'm just going to release it. We're going to believe the power of the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you in a tangible way. So God, I just thank you for this woman of God. I thank you for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I see him strengthening your body right now. I see God actually coming into you, the cellular system of your body and renewing energy, energy, energy. I even see it like in your Um, just the whole pituitary gland. I don't know if that makes sense, um, but I just see God restoring hormones, restoring energy, restoring like fatigue is not going to be a part of the daily schedule, but the spirit of God is going to come and quicken your body in a, in a major tangible way that even your energy levels are going to increase. Come on. I know there's a lot more in here that could use some of that. So God, we just declare the energy and the quickening of the Holy Spirit to come upon every person that needs that right now. And even as we go forward, I just see God beginning to blow a mighty spiritual wind on thyroids right now. So I'm just going with the Spirit of God. So if that's just you, just lay your hand on the back of your head or right on your neck wherever you need it. And we just say, thyroids be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on. We're going to keep moving. So we're going to go in and out the word of God, but we're going to see the spirit and the word come together tonight as it should be. Amen. As it should be. And so I believe that we are entering into a revival season. I believe that revival in America has already begun. 
but it is going to increase. The waves are going to continue to increase and swell. And I believe in this mighty move of God, what we are going to see is the word and spirit coming together as one. It is not to be one or the other. They should not be combative against each other. But we're going to begin to see even streams in Christianity. People who are saying, you know, the Holy Spirit and the movement of the Holy Spirit, it's just messy. We're not so sure of that. And then on the flip end of the coin, someone's like, no, the people are all word and no spirit. Let me tell you, I am prophesying and, and mark my words, we are going to see this move of God come in such a way that it's going to fulfill the prophetic word that Smith Wigglesworth said. He said, when the word and spirit come together, we will see the likes of a revival that has never been seen before because that was the purpose from the very beginning. John 1 says that Jesus was the word and that he became flesh and dwelt among us. And so every time we make the word of God a priority, we must raise our level of expectation to meet the God of the Bible, to encounter scripture through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So that's what's going to happen tonight. So yeah, we're just going to go through some scriptures. We're going to talk about the biblical basis of healing. And I also believe that the Holy Spirit's just gonna begin to heal people even through the reading of scripture. We've seen that where people have been healed in body, blind eyes have opened, deaf ears have opened, tumors have dissipated in our meetings without anybody laying hands on anyone because the God of the Bible just begins to come and demonstrate. So you have permission at any time to be healed tonight. Does that sound good? When Marion was, was praying, and I don't know if there's someone here or maybe you, you know someone that's very close to you, and maybe even if you're watching online, I'm fine with that too, for sure. Um, but I heard it very loud in my spirit. I couldn't ignore it. I'm like, Holy Spirit, do I do it now or do we do it later? I think now. Um, but I heard the word barrenness. And I don't know if there's anybody uh, in the room uh, or if you, don't, if you know someone very close to you, um, you have trouble having children, I, but I heard it very clear. Is anybody, is there, does that make sense to anybody in the room right here? Anybody else? Anybody else? If you're watching online, please just take this in Jesus' name. Is it somebody you guys know? Your youngest daughter? Okay. Well, I had the thought, but I wasn't for sure. I, I feel like, does she live close to you guys? I feel like as you lay hands on her, we're going to pray for you here at Nearest in a Proxy. But I just declare that by this time next year, by this time next year, I have faith for this. We have seen this. Uh, we've seen this in a lot of places. Can you just stand up? Let's, let's, are you together? Are you, the, are you the wife? Yeah, look at you. Can, can we get around these two? I see that in your, look, he, immediately the Lord just touched him. He's just, just so much compassion for his daughter. And, and, and I just want, can I just say this to you, sir? I want to share a testimony as a prophetic decree. We have seen this time and time again. There was a woman who was ministering in Brazil. There's about 5,000 people there in attendance. And I love to lay hands on people to receive healing. But sometimes God wants to just come in the atmosphere and just heal people, like Miriam saying, without anybody laying hands. And we see this in the Bible. And I began to pray, and I called out words of knowledge, and there was this woman and her husband who had said that they will never have children. They had been trying for years. 
And they were told that they would never have children. But even as they came to the miracle service with faith in their heart, they came believing and said, that word that was released from that man on the stage is for me. They took it. Three months later, they conceived. A year later, they sent me pictures of this beautiful baby girl. And I share that testimony and I, as a prophecy to prophesy into your daughter in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we declare that as they lay hands on their baby, Lord, we declare that she would conceive. Father, we declare that she would bear fruit in her womb. We command her womb to be open. We break a spirit of power. And we say no more in Jesus' name. We say wound be open. And the Spirit of the Lord is going to come through your hands in power. And you're going to see the miracle through your hands. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. We've seen this. And Miriam and I, one thing you're going to have to understand we're going to give you a biblical basis. We're going to pray for some people tonight. We're going to pray for tomorrow. Uh, we're going to do all of that, and miracles are going to build, and people are going to be healed, and all of those things. But Miriam and I are very much, um, we love to activate people to walk in healing and miracles. Are you ready to be activated? Do you want to go to another level if you've already seen some miracles in your life? You know, we were in Brazil again, Miriam called out a word of knowledge for cancer. There was a man that came up to st stand in proxy for his mother who had a like a two or three inch mass uh, uh, on her breast. And he's like, I don't have cancer, but my mom does, and I want to stand in proxy. Well, Miriam prayed for him and said, I want you to go ha home and lay hands on your mom. So he did that. He went home, laid hands on his mom. That tumor dissolved in an instant. He came back and shared the testimony the next day. Come on, somebody. Are you with me? Come on. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he was healing yesterday, he's healing today. Are you with me? Come on. The one thing you've got to understand about the healing ministry of Jesus you cannot have any question in your mind whether it's God's will to heal you or not or heal others through you. It is 100% God's will to heal all. Are you with me? The enemy doesn't want you to believe that. The enemy wants you to believe that it's a thorn in your side like the Paul the Apostle. But if you study that passage, that thorn in his flesh wasn't a sickness at all. It was actually Judaizers that would harass him from town to town. Had nothing to do with sickness whatsoever. If we want to have a pure representation of what God's will is as it contains or as it pertains to healing and miracles, we must look at Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews that he was the express image of his person. It says that in the last days that God used to in times past revealed himself through the prophets but in these last days he is revealing himself through his son. In Colossians 1.15 that says that he is the image of the invisible God. So whatever we see Jesus doing is the perfect will of God revealed to mankind. And what do we see Jesus doing? The Bible says that Jesus went around according to Acts 10.38. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit and he went around doing good healing all who are sick and oppressed of the devil. It doesn't say that he healed some. 
It says he healed them all. Matthew 4, verse 4, they brought the sick and he healed them all. All throughout the Bible, everyone that came to Jesus received a miracle. Well, brother, what about Nazareth? Because I already I know that's going through some of your heads. Well, doesn't it say that he did he can do no mighty works because of unbelief? It does say that. But let's let's talk about some context. Nazareth was his hometown. It was familiarity that kept the people of Nazareth from receiving the miracles that he was ready to release. Are you with me? I would like to propose to you, don't get so familiar with the person sitting next to you because it can keep you from your breakthrough. The person sitting next to you might have what you need. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. You see, when you say amen, I know you're listening and and we're preaching good. Amen. You see, he can do no mighty works in Nazareth because it was familiarity. And you read in Scripture, isn't this the carpenter's son? We saw this kid grow up. We saw him in diapers. You know, you, you, you know if, if you go and start moving in power and you go back to your hometown, there's probably not very many people that's going to be showing up at your door because they know who you are. They know what past you've had. They probably want nothing to do with you. Are you with me? So nowhere in Scripture do you see Jesus just healing some. The Bible says he healed them all. So you've got to erase that in your mind right now. Is it God's will to heal me? And is it God's will to heal all? And the answer to that question is absolutely 100% yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Just as I I said earlier, Mark 16 through 17 says this. It says that these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They'll cast out devils. In my name, they'll speak in new tongues. In my name, they'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will. The Bible says so. But what happens oftentimes, people pray for someone who who has a sickness or disease, they don't get healed, and they quit. Or worse, they might die, and they never touch it up again. But I want to tell you, there is a warfare dimension of the healing ministry that you must press into. Bible says in John chapter 14, verse 12, it says that greater works will you do because I go to the Father. Are you with me? It is time. God is looking for people who will contend and take his word and press into the miracles that he promised until we see them. You know, when Mary and I first started out, we didn't see any miracles, but we were consistent and we were persistent and we pressed in until we begin to see miracles begin to explode. We've literally seen thousands of miracles. I'm so glad that we went for it. Because had we not went for it and took some risk, we would have never seen the raw power of God put on display. And I'm here as a divine invitation to release to you that God wants to load up your hands with healing power. He wants to activate your life to move in a demonstration of the Spirit's power like you've never seen before. Amen. Do you believe that? So you've got to understand two things as it pertains to healing. And maybe just jump in. Two things we've got to understand. Number one, it's always God's will to heal. And number two, He's commanded us to heal in His name. So if you're taking notes. Yeah, Tommy... um, 
was talking about the points to heal, but something that, a third point that I would add to it is that healing is in the atonement. And it is very much God's will to heal us, just like it's his perfect will to save all, save every person. It is not in his will that any should perish, John 3:16, but have everlasting life. And so I just want to point out in Acts 2, we all are familiar with the day of Pentecost when the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came. But I love it whenever Peter begins to preach the gospel to the crowd. And I just want to say this. I want to, because this, you know, sometimes people are like, okay, yes, Jesus did die on the cross for our sins. And they kind of stop there. But the Greek word for salvation is sozo. And it means to be saved, healed, and delivered. And so I just want to to reference the gospel for just a minute. Number one, for anyone here who has never received Jesus, come on, we can't close out a meeting without making that an opportunity. And you can come and find me before you leave tonight. And those of you watching online, I want to clearly uh, bring a demonstration of what the gospel is. And I'm just going to read this because it specifically talks about signs, wonders, miracles, being a part of the atonement. So as the people begin to crowd around Jerusalem, because what, they heard the sound, and they saw that the people were being touched by the Holy Spirit. They were speaking in other tongues, in different languages that they had not previously learned. And what did Peter say to them? He said, they're not drunk as you suppose. It's only 9 a.m. So that kind of gives us an indication that sometimes the Holy Spirit it can be demonstrative when he comes upon us, okay? So we see that that may happen. It's not something to be afraid of, but it is biblical. And so he begins to tell them about Jesus. And he says, people of Israel, listen, God publicly endorsed Jesus, the Nazarene, by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him as you well know. That was the mark of God on Jesus's life. The Bible says he was publicly endorsed. There was a stamp of approval. It was because of the of the signs, wonders and miracles that Jesus did. It said but God knew what would happen and his prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed. With the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to a cross and killed him. Talk about confrontation in the room. He says, but God released him back from the horrors of death and raised him back to life for death could not keep him in its grip. Come on, does that get somebody excited other than me? Death couldn't hold him down. Come on, so now it doesn't have to hold you and me down because first John says, just as he is, so are we here in the earth. Not as he was, but as he is, fully glorified. So now you are, and so am I. And I'm gonna skip down to verse 29. He begins to say, dear brothers, think about this. He begins to talk about David in the Psalm when he began to give messianic prophecies of a man that would come and a man that would give his life sacrificially. And he said, David was not speaking of himself because David was buried and the guy didn't raise up from the dead. This is what Paul's saying. He said, David was speaking of the man Jesus. 
David was looking into the future and speaking of the Messiah's resurrection, he was saying that God would not leave him among the dead or allow his body to rot in the grave. God raised Jesus from the dead, and we are all witnesses of this. Now, everybody say now. Now he is exalted to the place of highest honor in heaven at God's right hand. And the Father, as he had promised, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour upon us just as you see and hear today. Friends, this is why you and I can lay hands on the sick and see them recovered. Jesus died on the cross, he rose again, and he gave us the Holy Spirit, and he promised that when we receive the Holy Spirit, Acts 1-8, that the power of the Holy Spirit would rest upon us so that we could begin to do the same miracles, signs, and wonders that Jesus did. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 8, it said that Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. So you can see fast forward and backwards how Peter has seen this. He said, we are firsthand witnesses of this. Peter remembers when Jesus came and healed his mother-in-law of a deadly fever. And it says that she was completely healed at that moment. And it says, verse 16, Matthew 8, verse 16, that evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus and he cast out the evil spirits with a simple command and he healed all the sick that came to him. This fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah who said, he took our sicknesses and removed our diseases. Friends, Healing is 100% a part of the atonement. It is 100% gospel. And how many of you know in this room, we cannot earn our salvation. We cannot earn our salvation. And in the same respect, none of us can earn our healing. And I saw that firsthand as I I mentioned earlier, when my face, I had facial paralysis on the left side of my face. I had to learn how to eat. I had to learn due to a neurological disorder and I could not drink water. I did not think God liked me very much. But there, were a, there was a couple, a pastor, um, he and his wife, the pastors of a church, and I came to a church service, and they said, you know what, we heard about what was happening, do you mind, can we pray for you? And they got oil according to the book of James in chapter 5, and they begin to anoint oil on my face. I've got to tell you, going through that, the only thing I thought of a young girl was, that oil is going to make my face break out. Um, I don't think God likes me, much less wants to heal me, but that's sweet. Y'all are kind. Okay, go ahead. And I just want to tell you that as the week progressed, slowly but surely, day by day, my face completely to come, came back to normal. And obviously, it's never gone back ever since. The headaches, the excruciating headaches that I was witnessing, the numbing, the, the tingling that I had on the left side of my body, it completely left and it never came back. And not only that, but the power of God set me free from severe anxiety and torment that I was medicated for. And it was because I realized I can't earn my salvation 
and I also can't earn my healing. And so as we're going through these scriptures, and Tommy's going to share more, I want to demystify. I want to, has anybody ever seen that old show Mythbusters? I want to just give some Mythbusters, allow the Word of God to bust myths and lies of the enemy and erroneous teaching that says that we have to muster it up. We have to make ourselves healed. We have to will ourselves into it. Praise God for the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for the cross, for the Savior of the world. Because now, I read it in the opening of the service, Psalm 103. Come on, it says, don't forget the benefits of the cross. It's the best benefits. No insurance company can match it. It's the best benefits in the world. He will take all of our diseases. That was another messianic psalm that David wrote talking about Jesus. And so as we are reading the word, I believe that one of the vehicles of healing that's going to happen tonight is going to be through the reading of the word. And I believe that as we begin to quote scripture and read the word, that the power of God is going to begin to heal bodies. Amen. Yeah. So just real quick, we wanted to share some of the ways in which God heals, and then we're going to go into it. Uh, but Exodus 33, 13 says this, Now therefore Moses cried out, I pray if I find grace in your sight, show me your ways that I may know you. Come on, there are these ways in which God reveals himself, whether it be his manifest presence or ways in which he heals. And there's several ways in which God heals. And one of the ways that God loves to heal is by sharing um, the testimony. You know, there's been many times where um, we will share testimonies, and just as we share testimonies, people are healed. And so we want to encourage you, as you hear the testimony, know that it prophesies, because like we said earlier, the testimony of Jesus is in fact the spirit of prophecy. That word testimony means to do again. And, in, and when the prophetic is, is releasing God's intention. So, you know, we've seen many times there was a, a young woman who had a skin condition and God uh, just completely healed her uh, because she, was, she heard a testimony in the service. She had a, a rare skin disorder. Well, she got up to begin to share the testimony, and another young woman was instantly healed as she shared the testimony of Jesus. You know, we've seen people uh, all over the world uh, with metal uh, in their bodies dissolve. I have no idea how God does it, but He does it. Amen. He's the creator God. There was a woman who was in one of our services who had three metal rods in her back due to an accident. She could not move. She had no mobility. She was in excruciating pain. And we begin to call out words of knowledge. No one laid hands on her. And God instantly healed her, loosened up all of that metal in her back. She doesn't know. I mean, she said she couldn't feel it. She had full mobility, all the pain left. Uh, we've seen this time and time again. There was a man, we were in Kentucky, who had his hands were full of screws because uh, he had had an accident and he had lack of mobility and pain. And we began to call out words of knowledge and he began to test it out and feel where the metal was and the metal was completely gone. Come on, somebody. Come on, God is the miracle-working God. If you've got metal in your body and you just don't really want it there, just believe God tonight. Amen. I believe that He can dissolve that metal right now. 
But before we go into that, I want to just real quick, there's some misconceptions as it pertains to healings that you need to understand. There are some things that you need to understand. And one of them is uh, there's got to be hindrances to healing, brother. Would you agree? Well, you know, the only hindrance to healing is the belief that there's hindrances to healing. That'll preach right there. You know, Jesus did not carry in his back pocket a book entitled 21 Reasons Why People Don't Get Healed. Come on, are you with me? Some of us have been carrying that book in our back pocket and we need to can the book. Because there was no reason. Jesus just healed them all everywhere he went. Another one, you know, we, we hear a lot is, well, but, well brother, um, you know, what if uh, it's not time for my healing? What if, you know, uh, what, if, what if it's not time? Well, listen, faith is not a point in time. Are you with me? Faith is not a point in time. If you just activate your faith, God can release it right now, tonight. I believe that with, whole, with everything with me. But here's the thing I also want you to understand. That you don't have to have enough faith to receive your healing. Are you with me? I believe there's enough faith in the room that can get the job done. Because you hear that all the time. Well, you know, brother, you didn't have enough faith. That's why you didn't receive your miracle. But I'm just thinking of the scripture and the story of Lazarus. Lazarus had a no faith. But you have to understand, when Jesus steps onto the scene and he says, Lazarus, come forth. And that moment, things were created. Come on, I believe that Jesus is here tonight to heal the sick and cast out devils and do whatever he wants to do. Amen. We're not going to limit God on our belief systems. We talked about Nazareth. All right, now real quick. I want to talk to you a little bit about the ways of God. We said, number one, the power of the testimony. We're going to share testimonies as we go. But another way that God likes to heal is just by being in His presence. This is where we talk about, uh, you know, in my book, and we'll talk more about it tomorrow, but we talk about the glory realm, the glory dimension. How many of you are familiar, you've heard about the glory? Yeah. We want to demystify that. It's basically God's manifest presence. It's his manifest presence. You know, the Bible says he's omnipresent. I mean, he's everywhere all the time. But he does not manifest himself everywhere. Would you agree? There's a difference when he manifests himself. When he manifests himself, you know it. Everybody knows it. We feel it. We see it. We know he's in the room. Amen. And so when God's manifest presence comes into the room, anything can happen. And we've seen that. There was a woman, We were uh, when we were... Uh, pastors we were over our Saturday night awakening service and we were just worshiping the Lord and um, just just lifting up Jesus's name and she came to us after the service to tell us she says while we were in worship I am deaf in my ears 80% in both ears I wear hearing aids and as I was sitting in the service all of a sudden I thought that my hearing aids needed new batteries in them because they were just, they, were, they kept acting up. So I pulled them out of my ears, and she says, I, I noticed that I can hear perfectly. God opened up her ears supernaturally with that one prayer, without anybody laying hands on her, she received her healing just by being in the room. Come on, some of you are going to receive your miracle just by sitting in your chair tonight. 
Some of you, if you begin to check your body out, you might already be healed just by being in the presence right now. And as, as Miriam said earlier, you have permission to be healed. So we want to make sure that as we go along through this service, we just want you to check your body out and try to do something that you could not do. We don't mind that you're walking around. We don't mind if you stand up. We don't mind if you wave at us or, you know, or tell us, hey, I think the tumor's dissolving or I think my ankle's better. You know, we want to steward God's testimony. So we encourage movement in the room. This is like no other service that maybe you've been in. You know, sometimes people are like, well, brother, I don't want to, you know, be disruptive. We give you permission to be disruptive. We love the disruptions of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. The Bible says he's like a mighty rushing wind. He, he was like a sound that everybody heard. I, I want the Holy Spirit to disrupt some of our services. So at any time, you just check your body out. We've seen this time and time again. One of our favorite stories, and I want to share it. Maybe you've heard us share it before. One of our favorite testimonies. Uh, we were in service uh, another Saturday night, just hosting God's presence. And we did not know. I saw this young man. We had never seen him before. The first time to our service, there was a young boy, probably about 14 years old, and he was there with his adopted father. And they were there, and I saw, uh, they were just kind of worsening on to, off to my right, and I saw him kind of stumble, you know, once or twice, and he kind of, he got, got up, and they were standing there, and, and so Miriam and I just continued to do what we do, and we got up, and we were just sharing words of knowledge, and just, we were in the presence of the Lord, and all of the sudden, I don't, we don't know what's going on, we see this boy running around the room, and we're like, what is going on? You know, it's not unusual for us to have a runner in our service. You know, like we're used to that. Mary and I are like, if somebody gets up, they just feel the fire of God, they'll take off running. We're like, okay. We thought we had a runner. And uh, anyways, this kid, he comes running up and he jumps up on the stage and he starts jumping up and down, shouting, shouting, shouting. And before I tell you what he was shouting, let me tell you what happened to him. When he was a baby, before he was adopted, he was beaten so bad by his biological parents that it caused brain damage on his brain and it caused his right eye to go, go completely blind and sag and it just sagged to one side. And he could not stand, he's never ran in his entire life. He's only been able to walk, you know, around with help, but he's never been able to run on his own. And uh, he had that eye that was just completely messed up. And, of course, he also had trauma due to those, those beatings that he had when he was a little boy. And his father, his adopted father, had tried to take him to the, uh, to the doctor. Have, he had like seven surgeries, just still as blind as he could be. His eyes still sagged to no avail. So we're standing in the service. God's presence is there. And this boy starts running around the room. And he jumps up on the stage and he says, I can see, I can see, I can see. God opened up his eye. He caused his eye to com become completely straight. He opened up his eye. He can see completely. And he ran for the first time around the room. Come on. That's the kind of God that we serve. That's the kind of Jesus that heals. Are you with me? 
And I don't know, there might be someone here, you've got an eye condition, you need a healing in your eyes. Uh, I don't care if it's, maybe it's astigmatism, maybe it's uh, a cataract. We've seen those uh, completely clear up. Whatever eye condition that you have, believe God tonight that He can heal your eyes. Believe God tonight. If you need uh, uh, help hearing, You've got impaired hearing, or maybe you're deaf in one ear. Believe that God can heal you tonight. Maybe you should take your hearing aids out and just see if it gets better as we begin to talk. Because it can happen. We've seen it many times. God heal people's ears as we share the testimony. Real quick testimony. i got to share another testimony. Forgot about this one. Sometimes you got to write them down when you see so many. Amen? Come on, somebody. We're prophesying. I'm going to prophesy. You're going to see so many miracles, you're going to have to write them down or you're going to forget them. We were in Kentucky at a field meeting, and Miriam and I were, meet, uh, we were ministering on Sunday night. I called out word of knowledge. There was probably about 3,000 people in attendance. Larry was there. Well, I don't know if you were that night, but you were there at the, the gathering. He was there in Kentucky with us. And we began to call out words of knowledge, and, and there's probably about 3,000 people there. 70 people who had hearing impairment or deafness got completely healed. 70. 7-0. Come on. Come on. We got so many testimonies. Yes, yeah, share one, baby. We're just gonna, have, can we just share what God is doing? Is that okay? <clears throat> so sometimes I will share testimonies that they're kind of like, dual purpose. I'm sharing testimonies because I believe that God wants to do it again. And so it's kind of like a little bit of a word of knowledge. Does that make sense? Like sometimes God, and this is just like quick teaching tool, like if you're ever in this moment, if you've ever seen God come in your life with a breakthrough or a miracle, or maybe you've seen it happen through someone else, pay attention to memories that come back to you. Like, oh, I remember when I heard about this person being healed of cancer, or I remember when someone needed a financial breakthrough and it came at the 11th hour. You know, sometimes that's like a prophetic gift activating in your life, and it's actually a word of knowledge that God is trying to tell you, hey, I want to do that again for this person, or I want to do it again in the room. Does that make sense? And so I'm going to share a quick testimony of uh, deaf ears being open because I believe that God wants to do it again tonight in the room. And not only that, but I believe that this testimony is going to release like a gift to you. You know, Paul says, I long to be with you so that I can impart a gift to you. I believe that these testimonies are imparting gifts to you so that when you walk out of these doors, you're loaded. Like you're fully loaded by the power of the Holy Spirit to do those same things. So there was a woman, we were at a meeting in South Carolina and we were in worship. There was a young woman there and she went deaf in both of her ears. Uh, 15 years she couldn't hear. She had a condition when she was a young girl that caused her to lose her hearing. And so she was 15 years in being completely deaf. In the middle of worship, God opened up her ears. She came up to the front. Well, really, because she, it was one of those like awesome uh, disruptions in the service. And uh, she came to tell the pastor that her ears were open. And so she comes up to me and she kind of waves her hands like this because I actually, Tommy and I like to prep people at any time. If, if you feel like you have um, any improvement at all, even if it's not 100%, just wave your hands. 
hands like this and we it's code like we know something's happening and we're going to ask what's happening so the pastor she came up and she's waving her hands like this and I thought God did something first she's like it's not me this young girl she's been deaf for 15 years she's a part of our church and God's opened up her ears so we stopped everything and we're like come and tell us like we want you to share what's happening and um you know, she was really putting, trying to put her words together and she shared that her ears completely opened. She had a friend test it, stand behind her, start speaking to her. It was so loud in the room that even I would have had a hard time hearing somebody talking to me in the back. But she said she could hear everything crystal clear. And so everyone just was and like super joyful and celebrating and praising and everybody was so excited. But what we did not know is there was a woman in the crowd who had severe tinnitus. Now she wasn't deaf, but she was certainly hearing impaired because how many of you suffer with tinnitus in the room? It's a, right. It's hard to hear when there's that loud beeping happening in the room. And so this is why I'm sharing this testimony because I could feel like there might be some people here that need to hear it. And so she did not get up. She did not get prayer or anything. Just in her heart, she said, God, this is happening in the room right now. If you can heal her of deafness, I know that you can do something for me too. And she just took it in her heart. Well, the meeting was over. She had the woman with tinnitus who said that prayer, had a birthday party to go to straight after. So she goes to the birthday party and we find out the next morning. So this is her testimony. She said, I was driving to the birthday party and I noticed I had to turn down my radio because I thought the radio is really loud. And then before I knew it, I realized that all the ringing in my ear was completely gone. And she's like, having a fit in the car, a good fit. She's like, thank you, Jesus. She said she was just like praising God in the car. She arrives at the birthday party, which happens to be at a public restaurant. And she walks in. She's like amazed at all the little details that she can hear in the room because the tinnitus has left her ear. She sits down and she begins to conversate with the woman across the table for her, from her at the birthday party. She's never met her before. And they begin talking and she's like introducing herself. And the woman across the table says, I'm so sorry, can you repeat that? I can't hear you. I have really bad tinnitus in my ear. Okay, so this woman who is super pumped about Jesus healing her ear, she goes, oh girl, I have got to tell you what just happened to me. And she was like the woman at the well where she just went out into the city and began to evangelize what Jesus had done. Now come on, that's power evangelism right there. She didn't have a ministerial background. She didn't have a, a title attached to her name. She was just a regular believer in Jesus, just a normal Christian. And so she said, well, let me tell you what I witnessed today. And she began to tell the whole table about Jesus opening up deaf ears and how her, Jesus healed her tinnitus. And everybody's just like gripped at the table. And she took it a step further, as we all should. And she said, can I pray for you that Jesus would do the same thing? And she began to 
share because he paid for this on the cross. She didn't know if she was a Christian or not. She just began to tell her the gospel. And she leaned over and she just grabbed her hand and she said, I believe that what Jesus did for me, he can do for you. And let me tell you, the power of God hit that woman and she fell into her plate of food. This is what was told to me. And I don't know how many people were in that church. And I thought, and I'm just telling you, this woman was not, she had the personality, she was not given to exaggeration, okay? You, you know, you can just tell, like, she's, she's not going there. And so she said she fell into the plate of food, the waitress came over thinking maybe she was choking, she didn't know what was happening, I mean, it's a ruckus, okay? And so she comes over, she's like, are you okay, are you okay? And she said, yes, she's okay. She starts talking on her behalf, and she said, yes, she's so fine. God's healing her, the presence of God is here. He just healed my ears of tonight. Back again, she begins to tell the waitress, and that whole part of the restaurant the power of the gospel. And she said, I believe that Jesus can heal and save everybody here that wants it. That woman turned into an evangelist <laughs> literally overnight because of the power of the gospel. And so everything that you receive, it is for a purpose, not only for you, but for the world around you. Amen? So this is what we're going to do, and Tommy's going to begin to share, but I feel just with that word of testimony, those of you that have any hearing impairment in the room right now, whether it be, um, well, I'm actually hearing the Lord saying that there's someone here who has an uh, impaired hearing because of sinus issues. It's like a reoccurring drainage where you'll lose the, the, your hearing and then it will almost unclog, but it's like reoccurring. Who is that? It's like a normal, okay, who else? I feel like there's more. Okay, okay. So this is what we're gonna do. Any type of hearing impairment due to any reason, tinnitus, deafness, all that. I just want you to stand up very quickly. Okay, come on, thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we're gonna go for it, right? Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here. So now, those of you, we told you we like to kind of get people out of the nest. We like to activate people. So what I want you to do is as these people are standing, those of you that are not standing, just find someone and put your hand on their shoulder. Um, if everybody's okay here, if somebody puts their hand on your shoulder, obviously you can let someone know. You know, during the pandemic, I remember praying for a woman. God gave me a word of knowledge and I'll give you instructions in just a minute. God gave me, and this is really good for the marketplace, okay? I feel like this is really good. During the pandemic, God gave me a word of knowledge for a young girl that needed healing, and I asked her the question. I never presume that I'm correct. I always ask. And so I'm like, you know, I gave her the specific ailment, and I said, does this make sense to you? And she said, yes. And I said, okay, do you mind if I pray for you? And she said, um, that's fine, but please don't touch me. And I said, oh my goodness, that's so fine. I said, actually, the presence of God can overshadow you because in Acts 5.15, Peter, you know, people were healed by his shadow. So I totally had faith for the whole six foot distance thing. Um, so it can happen. You don't have to lay hands on anybody, but in this context, we will. Amen. So right now, we're just going to pray, Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are here to confirm the gospel of Jesus. And so right now, we just pray in the name of Jesus, ears be open. 
drainage just begin to drain right now. Sinuses, we command you to exit the body. Allergies that cause hearing impairment, we command you right now to exit the body. Come on, we can talk to sickness like it's a person. We're not telling God what to do. We're telling the sickness, which is a violation of the cross, we are telling that thing what to do. So we command deafness to leave. We command tinnitus to leave in the name of Jesus. And we just say, ears be open. We bless you in the name of Jesus to receive the finished work of the cross in Jesus' mighty name. We command all of the ringing in the ear to leave in Jesus' mighty name. I think, sir, your name tag says James with the glasses. James Willis. I'm reading your, that's not a word at all, I know, I'm reading your tag. <laughs> um, is your wife here with you? Is that? Can you lay your hand on the ear that, yeah, 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 okay, mm -hmm. yeah, we just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for the, just the grace of the Almighty God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Wow, do you feel, I just feel just a, just a real tangible presence of healing that's just sweeping through the room right now. And it's not just limited to the ear conditions. So everybody begin to check your body. Check your body. Check your body out. It's going to come in just like a wave. Just from this, I felt it begin right here with this gentleman. And it's just going to begin to course through the room. So we thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, somebody wave your hand over your head. I feel like there's changes already happening in the room. Wave your hand over your head if you feel a difference in your body, any type of difference. Is that you? Okay, I'm going to have you just stand right up here for just a second. Some of you may say it's not 100%, but there is a tangible. I can feel tangibly. Okay, come over here, and then you can share what's happening in just a minute. Yes. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and just form a line. Um, just a minute. Tommy's going to continue, but I just want to give um, room for the Holy Spirit. And so I can tangibly feel, some of you are feeling heat in your body. I can feel the heat of God just on the left side of my body. And when that happens, it's because he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. And so he can interrupt at any time. If you feel any type of... Um, um, sorry, it's getting really heavy on me. If you feel any type of difference with the ringing in your ear, I also want you to wave your hand at me. If it's like diminishing, okay, come up here. We want to we wanna hear this, right? Come on, come on, come up. Come up, this is awesome. We got to hear this. Do you know that another vehicle of healing, come on, another vehicle of healing is hearing the testimony of Jesus there was a woman who began to feel in her body uh, a tumor in her thyroid area began to disappear. And she came up because we prepped her. She did the hand thing. And I said, come up and share. As she was sharing in the room, another woman who had an abdominal tumor heard the testimony and she goes, well, maybe I should feel it out. She felt it and it was completely gone. 
So that's why we make room for the testimony of Jesus, because I believe that there's an anointing that's released as you begin to share what Jesus has done for you, just like that word right now. And I'm feeling right now that there is someone here who sometimes has um, tingling on their face. It's like very neurological tingling and who is that on, on the side of the face? May not be all the time, but sometimes there's a tingling and irritation on the face. It almost feels itchy, tingly. Who is that? Has anybody ever had that here? There's some hands. Okay. Okay. So just keep your hand up. And then those of you just put your hand on their shoulder and we're just going to be a point of contact. And we just say, be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit, it's, it's going to begin to drop and increase in the room, in the room, very tangibly. Um, and I feel right now that God is actually dissolving growths in the room, any type of growth and tumor. Who is that? Just raise your hand very quickly. We're going to have somebody. Do you mind to stand up? Is that okay? We're going to have you guys, Gabriella, right behind you. You can just be the point of contact for her. Yeah, and, and cancer, I want to, I can feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit getting really thick. Who has a diagnosis of cancer? Or you have a family member that does. I can feel that specific anointing. You, you do or someone that you know? You do. Okay, it's very, very tangible. So just keep, um, guys, If do you care to be the point of contact for her? That would be really amazing. Um, any type of terminal illness, um, uh, it could be cancer, it could be something else, any type of terminal illness, is there anybody here? I just want to ask that. Okay, so we're just going to begin to pray right now in Jesus' name. Tommy may have some more words. Before we get the testimonies, I just want to ride this way because it's really, really tangible when the Holy Spirit comes on like this. Also, bones. There's an anointing for bones to be healed in the room right now. Who is it that a bone has not been set straight due to an injury? Okay, okay, take it while you're praying. Come on, he's going to begin to do all the things, all the things. Even if we don't mention it, you have permission to be healed. So can we just take like 30 seconds? Can we just begin to worship the Lord and give him thanks for what he's doing? Oh, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. We praise you. We just want to put our affection to him right now because right now there is a miracle working power that is moving through the room. I feel it so strong. We thank you for the cross. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here. We thank you that you're dissolving what needs to be dissolved. Whoa, the power of God is coming on that woman in the black. Take it. We say more, 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 Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We just give you praise, Jesus. We give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow, wow. Whoa, yeah, it's thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's doing a deep work. The great physician is in the room. He's in the room. There's an uprooting happening with infirmity right now. So just let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. God, I thank you that you are uprooting generational infirmity in the room. I declare over you that this sickness is not the end of your story, but the blood of Jesus has rewritten your story. 
God, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I feel like somebody's spine is being healed right now as well. Somebody, I don't know, I'm going to leave it up to you, but I just saw a picture of someone bending. I saw someone bending and doing something with their back that they couldn't do before. And if you're able to do it and it's different, I want you to raise your, just wave at me. Just wave at me if you're able to do it and there's a difference then I want to I want to hear from you and we're going to begin some of you are going to begin to feel a difference in your body and we're not even going to call it out just make your way to the to the line right here so we thank you holy spirit we thank you for that in Jesus name okay yeah we're just going to keep kind of going with this but as we understand you know the bible talks about we see in scripture another way that god heals is by action it's very imperative that in this realm of presence that you try to do something that you could not do. You know, many times Jesus said, stretch out your hand and be healed. Take up your mat and walk. And, and I'm going to ask you, is it comfortable as it might feel? Maybe have someone assist you. If you, you know, if you have a walker, or you have a hearing aid, take it out. You try to maybe bend down, bend, bend your knees. God's healing someone's knees tonight. There's a rotator cuff being healed. You've got a torn rotator cuff. If you just start moving your arm around like this, God's going to loosen up your, your shoulder just as we're releasing this <clears throat> right now. God's uh, also healing someone's heart. You've got a heart condition. God's healing someone's heart. I don't know if it's mitral valve prolapse or something like that. Um, God's healing that right now. Um, and some of you are going to have to go and get it tested. I understand that. But but if you can test it out now, do whatever you couldn't do before. Walk around the room. You just find a place. Try to test your body. Move up and down the aisles. Whatever you need to do to try to move about, be healed in Jesus' name. Uh, there's someone here, you've actually, I heard earlier, there's like a neck condition. And I don't know if it was due to an accident, but it's like in your cervical spine. Just start moving your head like this. God's going to loosen up your neck. It's going to get looser and looser. One of the things that I want you to pay attention to is pay attention to what God begins to do. And if it's 10%, 20%, 30% better, give God praise for the little. Because we've seen God heal people in progression. Sometimes it's a miracle. It happens instantly. There's other times it happens progressively. Sometimes it happens literally, you know, over the next few moments, minutes, an hour. Sometimes it's the next day. But but be, I choose to be like the lepers, the 10 lepers that came to Jesus. And the Bible says, as they went they were healed. So tonight as we're just releasing the words of knowledge, we're releasing what God is doing, we're releasing prayers of healing, just reach out and say, God, I'll take that one for me. They didn't call it out specifically, but you're here and you're present to heal. So Jesus, I just take it for what I just take it, whatever it is, just reach out your hands and I take it in Jesus name. Maybe that's your act of faith. I feel like some of you just need to reach out in the Spirit and just take it by faith tonight. And I take my healing tonight. It's mine in Jesus' name. Come on. We just renounce infirmity in your bodies. We bind a spirit of infirmity and affliction. We say no more in Jesus' name. We command pain to go, cancer to go. We command deafness to leave. We command blind eyes to be open. We command that liver to be brand new in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, be healed. We command that tumor to dissipate. Dissipate, dissipate, dissipate. We command right now in Jesus' name. 
We just declare uh, rheumatoid arthritis is being healed. There's someone's hands, you, your hands have just been riddled with rheumatoid arthritis. God's healing you tonight in Jesus' name. Come on, do something that you could not do. We've seen God rewire people's brains that had like dyslexia and things like that. They, there was one kid that opened up the Bible and began to read perfectly in one of our services. God healed him just like that. Keep doing something. How many of you feeling like 10%, 20%, God's doing something? Just wave at me like this. Here and here. Here and as you keep trying it. We're going to keep praying. Come on, we're in the atmosphere of Jesus. Come on, just keep testing your body out. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're healing people right now in Jesus' name. Father, we bind up every pain. We shut the door to trauma due to accident. There's someone here, probably 15 years ago, you, you were in an accident and it's caused some pain in your body. We shut the door to that trauma. Any sports-related injury, any uh, trauma, any kind of traumatic, uh, anything traumatic at all, we shut the door to trauma, to a spirit of trauma that has tried to open up that door for infirmity to come in. We shut the door, we bind infirmity, and we say, be whole in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. What's going on? Yeah. So this is Jeffrey, and um, I'm going to have Jeffrey share what happened to him and what he heard the voice of God tell him, because I think it's really going to prophesy to many in the room. So, okay. Um, as they were praying for uh, healing for tendonitis and ears, my sister stood up, and so I got up to put my hands on her, and when I got up, I realized I didn't have any problems standing up and walking over there. In 2020, I broke both of my legs on a hiking trip and healed, you know, didn't really bother me. And a couple months ago, it started to really hurt. And so every time I walk, it just is, is just an annoying pain. It's not something that's crippling, but it's annoying and it hurts. And I didn't feel it. And so as we were praying, I just kept on moving. I was like, wait a second, this doesn't, it doesn't feel right. I don't feel pain. And so I went in the back and I just kind of danced around and walked back and forth and took a little run. And I heard the Lord say, why not you? And so if you're out there saying, why not you? If you think, I, I don't deserve this, I don't know what it is that's this, and I know that we talked about a mindset and, and, and that there's nothing that we can do to get healed, but why not you? Come on. Why not you tonight? This is amazing. So Jeffrey's here, and I didn't know this, but he was already helping me catch down here on the line. So he's already been like <laughs> upgraded um, uh, to help out with the ministry team tonight. So he's going to help us up here. But um, we just say, Jeffrey, we just thank you, God. Of course, don't go anywhere because you're the catcher. So Lord, <laughs> so we just thank you, Holy Spirit, that what you did in Jeffrey you're going to bring it to full completion and that it's not allowed to come back. How many of you know the breakthrough that you receive here tonight, it's illegal for that thing to come back no matter when you leave this place. So God, I just thank you that he too will heal the sick and see them recovered in Jesus name. So now Jeffrey's going to come and help us tonight. So come and tell me, Kim, what happened? You were telling me briefly and, and share with everybody what, how, what Jesus healed you of. Um, 
when I was 17, I had meningitis, and since then I've just been going deafer and deafer in this ear, and it's always felt like an earplugs in there. And so as we were, and then in the last few years, I developed tendonitis that gets like, at best it's a hum, and then it gets a really loud shrill, and it usually kicks in migraines. But anyway, the guy was praying with me back there. I had been standing back there, and she goes, do you need prayed for so But anyway, um, all of a sudden I could hear her better. It wasn't like, you know, you can kind of hear mumbles and stuff. And that did. And then as we're praying more, I'm going, where's the ringing? Where's the ringing? And just it's kind of like an awe, like... Am I am I healed? Am I delusional? You know, I'm like, you know. And, and then earlier, when you prayed for the demonic, I just felt like right here, like this. I literally felt it, like okay. And then it hurt. I mean, it it kind of hurt, like you know, when you take something that's been infected and and it was gone, but it still kind of hurt and ached. And then I sat down as he's talking. I was still sitting. And I coughed, which I've had this lung thing. They've treated me for asthma and COPD. And they go, well, we don't know what it is. You don't have those. But I can't blow my, instead of a, like this, mine's circle. So there's a blockage. And I feel really breathy. (laughs) You know, so. And all the ringing's gone? No, no ringing. No, I can hear, you know, usually it's always like, if you put your finger like this, that's what I was hearing. And I can hear you guys over here. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus, right? Yeah, so we just bless her in the mighty name of the Lord. And we just thank you that those lungs are going to stay open. And they're going to continue to be open. Thank you, Lord. And we're also going to activate you, Kim. Whoa, there it is, the healing anointing. So if you have tinnitus in your ears, get Kim to pray for you. Seriously, like this is what one of the dual purposes, not only for her to be healed, but so now she can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. So come up. Yes, yeah. And then come and let us know what's happening. We'll try to run through this. Yes, so what happened? Okay, so since November, I've been babying this shoulder because it's been hurting. And raising my hands to praise the Lord has been hurting, but not not, not now. Not now. On, it's gone. Jesus. Now, was there a, an, an injury of any kind that happened? I took a long trip. I took a long trip and held a lot of heavy cups. <laughs> just, wow. yeah. Okay. So I think I just, and I have a very repetitive job with a mouse. And I've had recurrent uh, tennis elbow, so that's gone too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Does it hurt? (laughs) No. So we just say, let's stretch our hands out. Come on. We'll just say whatever you did, God. We don't know what he does in there. Isn't it awesome? But we just say yes, and we say it cannot come back in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, God. Yeah. He's even doing more than that, more than the shoulder. Wow. I even feel like the Lord's giving you um, a boosted immunity. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just see God really, really restoring your immune system. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, come up. Or you have something? Yes. Yes, what happened, Susan? Well, while I was sitting there, um, my knees lately, it's just an old athletic injury, and my cartilage in my knees uh, 
we've had issues and it kind of comes and goes but lately it's been kind of yucky so I was moving it like you're telling me wow. and now they don't hurt at all come like on. come on Jesus <laughs> Woo! Okay, that's where I noticed it but I kind of needed a tune-up in other areas too uh, I got whiplash about 10 years ago and ever since that time I had vertigo and my C1 and C2 up there and I've gotten healed before in it, but the, anyways, it, it was kind of coming back. And then also, I've had to read lips kind of my whole life. And so I was really praying and believing. I feel my ears opening up. I've never been diagnosed as deaf or anything, but I have a really, I have to, when the mask, when we were wearing the mask, I couldn't hear people. So definite impairment there that you had. Okay, yeah. Okay. And so now, how did... Well, it's way better. And then the vertigo, I felt things like opening up here while my knees were. It, I just feel like a, a maintenance, wow. like a tune-up kind of That's thing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So we just say 100%, God, completely 100%. We thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing, Lord. Thank you, God. You know, I feel like there's someone else in the room that when, when you said the C1 and the... Who is that that has some issues there in that cervical spine? When she said that, I felt like there was someone else. Okay, so you ready? I'm going to have you pray for her. Who was it that raised their hand? Okay, so can you go find her? Go, go to her and just pray. Just be healed in Jesus' name. Come on. We're going to get activated in this yeah, tonight. Just, yeah. We, call it, we do some more testimonies. I just want to say one thing. Yes. She mentioned something that kind of brought up a really good point, and sometimes we forget to talk about it. But what do you do, because you've heard of this, you come to a healing service, and you get breakthrough, healing, pain goes away, whatever, but like in three or four days it comes back. You heard of that? Listen, the enemy does not want you whole. He'll go get seven of other friends and come back. Are you with me? And so even though we receive our healing, sometimes the enemy wants to come back and try to make you infirmed again, but you say, no way, devil. I've been healed by the blood of Jesus. You have no permission here in Jesus' name. So if it tries to come back, you say, absolutely not. I was already healed by the stripes of Jesus. And you do not allow it. You contend for your healing because you've been healed in Jesus' name. Yeah, so what happened? Um, I had a brain injury about eight years ago. And since then, I would be losing calcium and couldn't sleep. And then I couldn't even put alphabets together. But God has been healing me. The a crazy thing is, it's the little things that try to come back in. Now, I push. I said, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm writing books, I'm doing things that I normally couldn't do. But lately, after a mission trip, everything hurts. And I just knew it wasn't supposed to be. I was doing a little bit better, but then it worse. Like last night, I did not sleep all night, just cramps. I said, that was, you did it. But then you said, it's illegal yes. to come back. So I could hardly move my neck. But it's starting to, I can lift it up. And I'm starting to go, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Because yeah. I have my assignments in oh, Asia right. and that's right. I wanted to pray for people because yeah. I received yes. yeah. and this is illegal it is come on yeah said, you know if you start seeing something or feeling something so I go hey I could lift my head because I had to sw switch seats 
because I couldn't turn. Now I can. Now it doesn't seem like it's 100%, but I'm going for it. And I want to be able to sleep well again. This has been happening about a few weeks. I said, I said, I'm just going to get mad at it. Oh, that's so good. That's, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Mary. Okay, let's stretch our hands out to Mary for that 100%. Come on, we believe that. So, God, we just say thank you for what you are doing. Oh, thank you, Lord. We say more, more in Jesus' name. Mary, be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All the way, 100%. Don't rush to get up. Let the great physician do his work. Come on. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hi, and we'll just bring Jeffrey up here with us. So what happened? What's your name? Can Sharon. I see? Sharon. Well, my left ear was feeling, or it sounded muffled, and it has for quite some time. So when you were praying for healing of hearing, I really didn't feel anything. And then you said, I feel the heat on the left side. And I felt that heat right then, and the muffle, it's not muffled anymore. Come on, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We say it can't return. Wow, there's such a healing virtue on your life. So, God, I just bless the healing anointing that she carries, Lord. Whoa, Jeez. there's a multiplication that's about to happen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Okay, come up, Dan. And we'll just move up. That way we have some more room. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome, Jeffrey. Thank you. Look at Jeffrey. Uh, look at those legs work lifting tables. Come on. Okay, Dan, what happened? Yeah, so these are my hearing aids. What? <laughs> um, and, um, I, I've had a, a degenerative hearing problem that just has continued to get worse as I've gotten older and it just it was irritating I, it's not that I can't hear I, I just can't hear well then I had to get these and I don't like to wear them they're uncomfortable and especially recently it's just it still sounds very muted and then when you started talking about the healing it was really activated by the fact that if God heals them he certainly will heal me too so before I had any feeling, I just pulled them out and I waited. It didn't happen immediately, but then the first ear kind of opened up. And the interesting thing is, you talked about the sinus issues, and I've always, it's, it's somewhat related because, in, yeah. So I just, sometimes when I, some sinuses will drain, it gets a little bit better, but never, like, but all of a sudden, the second ear really opened up and everything is just so loud. Um, and my wife prophesied over me in the last couple of years and she said that um, God says that you're going to have new ears to hear wow. but we took it primarily spiritually I was going to hear his voice much more clearly and that was my heart but there was the dual prophecy aspect and we're like I, I think I'll probably get a natural hearing as well, but I'm excited about the ears, trust me, but it's his voice that I'm desperate for, and that's what I care about more than anything, regardless 
of my ears if they stay open forever as long as I hear his voice at that level. That's what really matters. Yeah, so we'll just pray for Dan. God, I just thank you that these ears will remain open as a sign and wonder that this man carries such a dynamic prophetic gift to hear the word of the Lord. I just see God visitations in the night, dreams in the night. I just see the Lord sending you out like a modern day Daniel and Joseph that's gonna hear the word of the Lord and bring the wisdom that is necessary. God, we thank you for opening up his ears, Lord. And we thank you that they're gonna remain open and that his spiritual ears are gonna be opened like Never before in Jesus' mighty name. Whoa, I hear the Lord say, Dan, use the gift. Use the gift. Use the gift. It's going to grow. We bless you. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Davina, what happened? As, um, well, I was rear-ended back in November and had whiplash. I went through a round with a chiropractor and I told Mark, my husband yesterday, I said, the, the, the way I am now with my neck being stiff, I said, I don't know if, if the accident caused it or if the chiropractor caused it, or he told me I had arthritis in my neck. And I'd known that anyway from the gravelly sound, just never said it. Um, I said, I don't know which one it is. Maybe it was a catalyst, you know, maybe it's all of it combined. But I said, the way my mother is now, I'm going to be worse than she is. I said, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. I've got too much to do. Yes. So I was down here and it started. I'm like, I think I can turn my head farther than I could because like that was probably my range of motion, but I can turn like this wow. and like this. And it, there's still a little bit of pain, yeah. but my neck, my shoulders and my back are healed. Come on. Wow. Come on. Come on, let's just pray, God, finish what you've started. He that began a good work in you is faithful. He's faithful, whoa, faithful to bring it to completion. And we just say, Davina, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. I feel like God's going to begin to heal bodies even as you sleep tonight in your hotel room because God wants you to come into purpose. He wants you to know that no matter the age, come on, Psalm 103, He renews your youth as the eagle. And it is time for us to lock ourselves into the purpose of heaven to know that this is not the end of the story. As a matter of fact, I feel that we're to do that by faith right now. I want you to repeat, this is not the end of my story. I have a purpose and I will fulfill it in Jesus' name. And my body, I speak to my body right now. I say, body, line up with my God-given purpose. Line up with the Word of God right now. Come on, there's an authority that's being imparted in the room tonight. Just as she said earlier, it's time to get mad at it. It's time to tell it no. The enemy has stole from you long enough. And so let us be messengers of hope to you tonight. And just say, body, be healed in the name of Jesus. Yeah, just speak to your body. Say, body, I command you to be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, just go ahead and stand, and we're going to close out tonight, and then we're going to be back tomorrow. 
Um, we want to, we're, going to, we're going to do something before we are going to pray for every online person. Uh, we're going to turn around here in a minute. We're going to pray, and then that's going to be the end. But just like Miriam was saying, we've seen many people come to these services and wake up, and they receive their miracle. If that happens to you, please come tell us. There was a woman in our service with flat feet, called out a word of knowledge. She received prayer. Nothing happened to the service. She woke up the next day, and she had two big, beautiful arches in her feet. So come on, somebody. So we're going to pray. I'm going to bless you, but come back tomorrow. If you see us anywhere tomorrow with our little mice kids running around, come tell us. You know, we're going to be out tomorrow around our book table. Get a book. Um, we'll be out there as well. <clears throat> but let me pray for you, um, and then we're going we're gonna to I want to turn around. Let's just turn around to the... Turn around to the camera. Everybody face the camera. We're going to pray over them right now. So, Father, we thank you for those that are in this building and those are watching online. Father, we declare in the name of Jesus that healing is their inheritance. We declare that by the stripes of Jesus they were healed. Father, we declare, Lord, that every infirmity must go in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you're doing here, you're doing there. Father, there's no limit to the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we declare in Jesus' name over every person watching who needs breakthrough, who needs a miracle, who needs a healing, we just say, be healed in Jesus' name. Be whole in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Listen, we love you. We bless you. We thank God for you. We will see you tomorrow morning and then tomorrow night. God bless. Powerful. Wow. I think you guys have been blessed. There's thousands of people watching across that. all the different platforms. And hey, I believe that the God transcends time and mm -hmm. space, and His presence is right there with you, healing you. The same way you heard these testimonies, He is with you. And yep. so, Larry, do you just want to release one a blessing over the people here that have been Absolutely. watching? Absolutely. Yep, awesome. Yep. Well, what I want to encourage you to do is even in the comments to write your testimony. Yes. Like, I believe even now the Holy Spirit is touching people who are watching live. I believe even people who are watching this after the fact will get touched by the same power of God that Amen. was present in this room. So please, is there an email where people can send a you testimony? Know what, right? Yeah, absolutely. So Larry's right. Put it in the comments. I would say I'm healed. Yeah, and then yeah. tell us what the miracle was so it's easy for us to see it. But you could also email, uh, you could do admin, A-D-I-M-N, at lancewallnow.com. You could drop it there or in the comments. And we're watching. And hey, you remember, you know, this is, uh, we wanted to stream the miracle service. Yeah. I think tomorrow's going to be even more powerful, yeah. so we want you to tune in then. Uh, it'll be 7.30 tomorrow. But if you want to jump in and get the recordings, this is the lowest we've ever done this, but it's $97 to get the live stream for tomorrow that starts at 9 a.m., goes all day. You get this as well and so much more. Tomorrow we have Dr. Crandall coming. Yep, I yep. mean, Dr. Crandall's testimony, I don't know if you can nutshell that in a second, but I, it's phenomenal, a world-renowned cardiologist, but also spirit-filled, born yeah. again, and raised a man from the dead in the hospital. So I know we'll hear about that. We've got Dr. Goodman again. Oh, yeah. Of course, the one and only Lance Wallnow is going to be talking. Jordan Rubin. Jordan Rubin is going to be here. Yeah, yeah. So jump in, get the live stream, go to uh, lancewallnow.com forward slash summit. 
And so you can join us there and we're gonna bless you tomorrow with another service just like this. So come ready, come expecting, and I can't wait for you to encounter with us. Well, and let me just tell you this, and we'll end with this. I believe all these miracles and these healings taking place um, in connection with Lance's ministry yes. are signs that actually point to God's assignment on Lance, which is, mm. yes, to bring healing to people. I believe there's a healing gift he yeah. carries, but also to bring healing to nations. Yes. And I believe every miracle that's taking place, it just felt like the Holy Spirit said that, the miracles that take place, don't be surprised because when your bodies are healed, when people are touched, when miracles take place, there's signs that actually point to God's heart to heal nations. Absolutely. And you know, I love one of the things Mario Murillo shares is that mm. the, the sign is always a testament and comes after the preaching of the Word of God yep. and the message of the Gospel and it's a confirming sign and a wonder and so there you're right that is a hallmark of Lance's ministry of what Lance and Annabelle are all about and these types of events and yep. so we're doing something really unique and different this time Very much. we're bringing you the earthly wisdom yeah. of you know um, regenerative medicine um, just traditional medicine but also the supernatural side of things so spirit soul mind body we're doing yeah. it all so jump in tomorrow join us again live stream crew we'll see you bright and early at 9 a.m and for those of you on social media uh, come join us and otherwise we'll see you tomorrow night we'll see you then bye guys bye.